Now stay here and keep out of trouble. Welcome to the Brick City Blockade Podcast. There's the blockade. Join Robin Vogt and Sean Michaud. The ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the Force. As they break down that galaxy far, far away. There it is. The Bridge of Death. Oh, great. Look, there's the old man from scene 24. Doing here? He is the keeper of the Bridge of Death. He asks each traveler five questions. Three questions. Three questions. He who answers the five questions. Three questions. Three questions may cross in safety. And what if you get a question wrong? Then you are cast into the gorge of eternal peril. Oh, wacko. Who's going to answer the questions? Sir Robin. Yes? Brave Sir Robin, you go. Hey guys, welcome back to another epic episode of the Brick City Blockade Star Wars podcast, The Home Show. The Home Show. You must ask three questions before passing. What are the three questions? The three questions are, what is your favorite Last Jedi cover from Vanity Fair? How does it relate to the Phantom Menace covers? And number three, uh, I can't remember the third one. Uh, oh, but anyway. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. This week you heard the little voice talking about it. He was mentioning the last Jedi cover, Sean. I think we have to jump into that right away because we're also going to get into the prequels a little bit here in episode one. We haven't talked about the prequels in a while. Do that again. It's great to be talking about the prequels. We haven't talked to them for a while. Mm. And I think it's good for to talk about the prequels and compare and contrast with the Vanity Fairs from the Phantom Menace and the, I must have said the uh, Force Awakens, I meant to say The Last <laughs> Jedi, but, but I, I, I adore these, these new Vanity Fair oh, covers, yes. and it's, and it's taking me back when I, when the, the Phantom Menace ones came mm-hmm. out, and both of them are different and a little, and similar, and, right, of course, the, the, the one I really enjoy was, uh, the last Jedi, the last Jedi one was with uh, Billy Lord and yeah. Carrie Fisher. That one, man, struck me in my heart. Yeah, and it, it just it felt so not surreal but right compassionate, which mm. which is good, which I think they were trying to do with that with that specific photo, and it came with the perfect timing too. Yeah, absolutely. It was just I, I don't know, Sean. I, I, when I was looking at some of these covers online. And we got the news of them coming out. And then, of course, they published the online article and they showed us all these great pictures. I mean, there's just so much great stuff that Vanity Fair uh, was able to do with this. Of course, they got a beautiful, beautiful uh, photographer on this one. Very famous. Um, Vanity Fair is known for doing some great, great shots on their covers of things. And like we're going to get into in a little bit is the Phantom Menace ones and how they relate to this. Like you said, Sean, Mm -hmm. I I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. There's a lot of great covers when it comes to this. When it comes to this, specifically when we're talking about the for, last for Jedi. Any, for, any, for any movies, basically. Yeah. And we, we saw that with the Force Awakens ones. And to be honest, those ones didn't do as much as the last Jedi ones, which which is a big mm. step up for, not for J.J. Abrams, but... Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Not, not saying J.J. Abrams did anything wrong. But right. It, 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 it just... I really like them. Yeah, if they fit it, the it, tone. Just, it just felt different, and I yeah. think it's needed to. And the thing about it, because because I 
I I do look at some Vogue stuff and because yeah. I I love photography and all that and and it reminds me of like the like the uh, Queen Amidalia one and Phantom Menace yeah. and that felt like like something from the desert mm. and and she's just in a in a her her dress right and it, just, it felt like something from like Vogue from around the world which is mm. really cool which which I love when they did that and I I kind of wish they'd do the same thing in the last Je- the last Jedi. Uh, covers, but I think it for for these ones for them to be dark. I think it needed to be, especially with the with Ray and Finn and Poe. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, absolutely. There's just in there was the whole thing about these covers and a lot of the photos that were in this, and they gave some great details about what we're going to see with these characters. Not really spoiling the film in no. any way. It was just kind of to get us ready, give us a little bit of an appetizer uh, before the main appetizer, but. I guess you call that an appetizer. I I don't know. There's a proper name for a small appetizer. Maybe tapas. It was a tapas before the appetizer. My brother Um, would know. He's the the (laughs) chef of the family. That's right. He would. That's a really good point. Shout out to Ryan Michaud on that one, of course. But when it comes specifically to these covers, Sean, one of the things I really do like, and you guys can go online, you can read my article about it, is Laura Dern. Her shot in these covers... I remember her from Jurassic Park. You probably remember her from Jurassic Park, that first one. Just a wonderful, wonderful actress. And with the years she's put on as an actress, you can just feel the experience coming off of her. And just the way that that was, she was decorated in the, in the dress she had on and the, and the purple hair was so cool. it reminds me of something like I I kind of want to see Laura Dern's character with Carrie Fisher's character Mm -hmm. and see how they, I feel like they're gonna be maybe they were close friends and I would love to see them two together and I, I also can't wait to see Vanessa Del Toro's character and oh, his we shot talk about and that. We, we said that at Bangor Comic Con I don't know if you guys caught it if you heard the because it's really loud, it's loud <laughs> right, there right. but that when he's put putting his feet up I'm doing yeah. it right now guys you can't see it but I'm pu- <laughs> putting my feet up on on a bed <laughs> but I want him to be something like a bounty hunter. Like, we said that. We, yeah. need, we need more bounty hunters. Yeah, absolutely. D- the character of DJ, with the name we finally found out in the Vanity Fair. A lot of people, you guys have heard us t- t- discuss this before. Um, not DJ Liberty. D- <laughs> right? We're talking about <laughs> DJ, the character. Um, of course, it's going to be really cool because a lot of people are hypothesizing, could that mean Dark Jedi? Could, that mean, could this guy be Ezra? I personally think, based on this picture, Benicio del Toro looks like he's going to drop a nice Heineken, and he's going to be after somebody in some kind of way. Just that gritty tone in a lot of these shots. This is going to be a gritty movie. I don't see this no. thing being light at all. Maybe with Ray and with Luke, we're going to see some light moments, but just from some of these shots, it's going to. No. And can I just say, let's let's talk about this too, because DJ is a great part of this. Laura Dern's a great part of these shots. Of course, Ray and Luke. Those are great shots, too. But the one that stands out to me the most is the casino shot. With oh, all the aliens yeah, yeah. in their garb on. Sean, what is your thoughts on that? Because I was brought back to Victorian England when I saw that shot. And I loved it. I was soaking it up. I, th- I thought of Ocean's Eleven. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, and it reminds me of something like like something would, like George Clooney would do. Yeah. And, or something, or, or more like James Bond style. Maybe that's mm-hmm. where we see... DJ has been us to tour that maybe we meet him at a at the at the bar at the casino or at the casino itself. Mm. We'll, we'll see. But some of these aliens are just so cool, and I think Star Wars is carrying the tradition. I didn't know how they were gonna do because the first episode 
was so authentic. It went back to its roots, people in costumes and everything. It yeah. looks like Lawrence Kasdan and everybody at Lucasfilm and Ryan Johnson want to keep the practical effects going. You and I had a concern about yeah. that coming off of Force Awakens. It's like so much practical effects and everything. Uh, well, are going to take a step back? But look, look at Rogue One. They did a, a little over the top with these. But they didn't have monsters as much. Right. Because we see uh, the the the, ba the bally. Right. And it's all... Uh, digital uh, computerized and all that and, and some of the some of the other characters were digital but no, some of them were, were still not which is which is fine it, you, you got to be careful how you use it maybe you'll maybe see that in Han, the Han Solo movie with more puppets right and I would love to see more puppets in the Han Solo movie it would be, bring back to uh, Return of the Jedi and and the, the first Star Wars and, and all that yeah I think the Last Jedi is going to use some puppets too. I think no, of course, no, there's no, been a no, lot of I, I totally agree about they that, would, but... but I'm not. I'm not saying they're not right. It's 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 a focus that Star Wars is trying to take on because they know the fans want the realistic stuff. You know, like you said with Rogue One, the CGI was wonky at times. I think a lot of fans came in, came out of Rogue One saying. Uh, would have been nice if they just recasted Tarkin or something, or maybe they could have done something else with that. It was still cool at the same time, but you're so right about the practical effects. It works great mm. in these Star Wars films, and I think Force Awakens was a good starting point for bringing that back in the Star Wars universe. And with these covers, I mean, again, the casino scene that they had take the picture of was wonderful. Mm -hmm. DJ... The one we do have to talk about, and the one that I'm going to relate most to the Force, uh, the same thing that you yeah. almost did, to the Phantom Menace Vanity Fair covers, is the Ray and Luke shot. Oh, yeah. Because that is very prequel-esque, that shot. And I almost got a little bit, I'm going to say it, might be a bold statement here, I got a little bit of an Obi-Wan Qui-Gon Jinn kind of relationship going there between the Master and its Padawan. Luke has the experience. Luke is mm -hmm. not your traditional Jedi. Very similar to no, Qui-Gon right. Jinn. Rey is where Obi-Wan was at that time. He was learning about his abilities. He was learning from Qui-Gon that the ways of the Jedi aren't necessarily always the right way. Go with your feelings. Search your feelings. Stay in the moment. I got that complete feeling no, from no, looking at that I, cover. I, I, I did too. And it's it great to go back and look at the old Fantasy Fairs with young Ian McGregor and yeah. young Liam Neeson. He's not really young bad, but <laughs> not saying he's old, but compared to that now, but yeah. <laughs> Liam Neeson, can you come back as Qui-Gon? Force Ghost, maybe? Mm. But no, no, yeah. Those, the family covered with Luke and uh, Ray is, it felt so similar and it's, and it's so overwhelming, mm. which I, which I love, but you got to step up, take a step a little bit back and don't overthink what these family affairs are cover is going to do right and it does not mean anything to the movie it's just photos right we don't know anything about what's going to happen at right yeah yeah right and, and that's the whole point of these covers you just said it beautifully sean i'm not even going to try to repeat what you said you know it, there's there's only so much that these covers can tell in terms of story it really doesn't tell any story it's just a way for us to look at them and enjoy them and again marketing 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 how many times on the podcast network do we say it's time for Star Wars to start bringing on the marketing for this film. Do it before D23. Yeah. And then do it this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As we're speaking, or next week, because it's Friday now, but... <laughs> you know what I'm getting at, but... <laughs> they got to start hopping on it. You're absolutely right. And it's it's a nice little thing to do. Let's talk about the Phantom Menix, Menace covers. Menix? Menix. The, the Menix. 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 DJ Menix. <laughs> 
We're talking about the Phantom Menace Vanity Fair covers. We've been kind of comparing them here and there. Just going back and looking at those, Sean, I mean, obviously the style of those covers have changed. And the one thing, we say it all the time here on the network. You guys know, you listen to us, you listen to Sean, you listen to myself, you listen to Brian, you listen to Chris, you listen to Scott, everybody. We're not prequel haters in any way possible. We love the prequels for certain aspects of them. And, you know... Going back and looking at these Vanity Fair covers from The Phantom Menace just reminds us that, you know what, it doesn't matter what happens. The Star Wars universe is this universe, and we'd love to talk about it. And there was something magical looking back at those. Because it's like, wow, back then, people had no idea. Almost 30-something years later, they had no idea what was coming at them with that first episode coming back. We we, we kind of know now because it's the second episode of this three trilogy, if you right. want to call it, yeah. I still love that the photo with Obi-Wan, Darth Maul jumping in oh, there. Oh, God, and it, yes. it felt, you know, That's a great And one. I wish, not, not saying with the, the prequel, <laughs> I wish they had that type of fighting style in the in the Phantom Menace, even though that best fight of the scene with, with Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon, and Darth Maul. Yeah, Duel of Fates, yeah. Yeah, it, it was, and maybe that tells us something. Let's let's put that on the table now. Obviously, there were some shots in there that didn't well, play out with the story at all. Well, they, there were action scenes that we did not see yeah. any action scenes in in the the last Jedi vanity covers. So how can so based on that, Sean? What do we see in these vanity? And you probably said this already that we can't take these Vanity Fair covers for granted when it comes to the plot line because. I mean, it's going to change up. I mean, some of them are, are for people that love to look at photography and how what their photography is going to be for the these Star Wars films. And, and people are concerning for the Phantom Menace when they're coming out. It's like, oh, how we, they didn't know. Like we said that like five minutes ago. They didn't know what, what was coming out of that movie. And the Phantom Menace was different. <laughs> that, that's all I'm going to say because it was, it was different. And these, these covers were different. And... We saw action scenes. We see full on. We see uh, not Padme, a <laughs> Queen Amidala. Technically, yes. 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 <laughs> I say, yeah. I always, <laughs> Queen Amidala because I always see her in that dress, right? It, with the full scale of her, her just in a just in, in the desert. Yeah. And we don't. We see the in the Last Jedi vanity covers. It's all. It's it's all in a just a room with with a backdrop mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and 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 of course the some of the photos from the casino and all that do you think that's what was missing from these was realistic backgrounds like yeah. if we saw leia instead of standing there in front of that background was it almost too and i don't like using this word and give me give me some space on this one because i i, I might be not using the right word and i want to know what you guys think on it a little too hipsterish in terms of that background. We needed something a little bit more realistic. It's, it's needed something more, more open, more bit like. Yeah. It doesn't have to be outside. It could be in like inside of the photo set or outside in the desert. Right. The only thing the exception was the I really needed was Billy Lord and Carrie Fisher's. Yeah. Because it was emotional and all that, and didn't need to be. It, it was supposed to be a like a family portrait, I think, right. for for those two. The other ones felt like a. It didn't need to. It felt like a family portrait for for right, Ray, right. Po, Ray Poe, Finn, and uh, what's her name? Um, the new character, the new character, Rose. Rose, yeah. yeah. And it felt like a like it felt like a, a family photo, <laughs> yeah, like a Memorial Day weekend family shot or something. I, no. Yeah, you're right. And I'm not gonna say all of them were like that because, of course, the Luke and Ray one were on Octo. I mean, we, and... because we, I saw the the one 
the one I was concerning was taking photo of the photo the photographer taking photo <laughs> of Kylo Ren. Like, okay, we we I would love to see the high definition of just that. Of we don't really need the f- photographer. I'm not saying the photographer did well and deserves all the credit. Right. It I just didn't need need needed there. Right. Yeah, and I think, you know, you can say what you want. I think um, <laughs> that's the best part about this is that, you know, we can talk about these covers. We can really break them down. We can be critical of them. We can be really, you know, hyped up about these. But we're right in the middle of them because relating them back to the Phantom Menace ones, there was something magical coming back from Star Wars. I said it before. There was something magical coming back to that. We've now experienced the magic. It's not saying that Star Wars no. doesn't have magic all the time, but Force Awakens was that one. Do you... I would have liked to have seen covers like this with Force Awakens, knowing how Phantom Menace came back after such yeah. a long break. Would have been nice to see with Force I mean, Awakens, but we're did, talking about two different type, type it, of directors here. It didn't have to be Vanity Fair either. It could right, have right, been. Right. It could have been Vogue, or it could have been. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I couldn't. Entertainment I, Weekly. Yeah, Entertainment Weekly. I mean, they did for Entertainment Weekly with right, but for high quality photography uh, models and all mm-hmm. for magazines it was, it was it was necessary i think for to do it for the for at least one it doesn't have to be for all of them yeah and and i'm not saying that there's not any kind of magic no, at all no, between no. these because star wars is magic star wars does build these conversations and it does allow us to discuss and relive those magical moments in the film the Phantom Menace covers and The Last Jedi covers are very similar in terms of that specifically. And there was just something very, very easing about it in some way. It was kind of like, there's a lot of hype, there's a lot of leaks, there's a lot of this and that. And we finally get to see a shot of Phasma, we finally get to see a shot of Hux now looking older. We get a shot of Kylo I with mean, the do, Vader do, cape. Are I we mean, finally going to get see Phasma with their helmet off? In the and, film. And she deserves more yeah. credit in this movie, I think, yeah. coming up in... I think that uh, photo of her, uh, Gwendolyn Christine, is going to be telling. Mm. Not saying, <laughs> again, <laughs> these photos don't tell a story. I mean, they do, but they don't. Not the, Yeah, I see what you're saying. They don't tell the story of the film, but they do tell a story about what type of characters we're going to get Correct. specifically yes, in this film. You. And the thank attitudes you. and the, yeah, I totally agree with that. And we want to know what you guys think. Make sure to head on over to Twitter. Share your thoughts on episode uh 18, 19, 19, I can't remember where we're at. Oh, episode 19, 19 here of I the podcast. I made the mistake last episode. That's right. It, it happens all the time. These just flow into each other. It's a flowing conversation. Soon it's going to be episode 100. So, yeah. And we're going to forget. It's like, oh, are we on episode 103? <laughs> oh, no, we're on episode 100. <laughs> we were talking about, oh, man. But, yeah, it's it's so cool, again, Sean, to see these covers flow into each other. And just to kind of reflect back on the prequels and really the magic that they brought. And also just how similar the photography was in some ways. I mean, you're talking about two different films and two different styles. but Two different directors. Two, two, yeah. Different people working on it. Same people working on it. it it's, it's still LucasArts. Whoa, step back. <laughs> it's not LucasArts anymore. It's Lucasfilm. Lucasfilms. Yeah. So it's, it's really cool to see that play out. And we're going to be really curious to see what happens going forward with The Last Jedi D23 right around the corner. You guys can listen to our last episode, episode 18, about that. And make sure to give mm. your thoughts on that specifically. But a lot of great stuff here. Please, like we say here all the time, these covers are wonderful. Please go out, support, pick up these covers when they're on the shelves. 
Doesn't matter which one you have. I know I'm going after that Leia one. Which one are you going after, Sean? I'm going for the, the Billy Lord and Carrie Fisher one. Yeah, there you go. So there's a lot of great covers coming out, so make sure to support your local bookseller and your local magazine shop. Pick that up, and also make sure to head on over to VanityFair.com to see the full article with all the shots from this special Vanity Fair issue talking about Star Wars, The Last Jedi, set to hit December, hit set to hit theaters on December 15th of this year. A lot of great stuff coming up, Sean. Yeah, six months away. Six months away. The ticking, 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 tick, 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 tick. Would you stop that? Oh, sorry. Uh, but anyway, there's a lot of cool stuff coming up, so make sure to keep it locked here at the Brick City Blockade. For everything happening in a galaxy far, far away, I think it's that time for the show, Sean. What? We gonna do it here? Here? Right now? It's time to do Block Time! So, Sean, where can the good feet people fee 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 fi fi You didn't answer my three questions! Three! Two marshmallows. Sean, where can the good people find you across social media? You guys can find me on Twitter at SeanMichelle1. Follow my Instagram at Zone2434. Follow my music at Bandcamp. And, Bandcamp. And Bandcamp. We always got to say that. <laughs> Bandcamp. And SoundCloud at ZoneZ. And am I missing anything else? No, Facebook. Oh, yeah. Well, find me on Facebook as well. I haven't been on Facebook a while, so that's why I probably forget. But very, very cool. You guys can follow me over on Twitter, Robin Vote at Mr. Vote Tweets. Make sure to head on over to Instagram. Follow me at the official vote. Make sure to check out everything at BrickCityBlockade.com. Make sure to please subscribe on iTunes and listen on SoundCloud to every episode and every show here at the Brick City Blockade Podcast Network. And Sean, right around the corner, live from Northeast Delta Dental Stadium Saturday night, it's Playball! Playball, Fisher Cats! That's right, Star Wars night at the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. And it's Brian's birthday. Yay! Happy Happy birthday birthday to to Brian. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jedi Scavenger. No more scare of troopers for you. Oh, that was kind of (laughs) anymore. So make sure to keep it locked for everything happening with the Fisher Cats. We'll have a very special live episode for you guys from the Fisher Cats game, which is right around the corner. And as we always say here on the podcast, play ball. No. Sorry, I'm too excited for baseball. May the force Force be be with with you. Always. Where's that stupid noise again?